big rocks and all that sort of thing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Mick Wall podcast featuring, <laughs> featuring still, the I one still, and only. I still struggle with the title of this podcast. <laughs> Yes, the Mick Wall I know. I, I worry about it. Yeah, know. I worry about uh, it. So, John, you you mm. had a marvelous idea on how well, to start marvel- the the episode. Well, only to say <laughs> that over Christmas, a uh, Boxing Day, to be precise, which I, is always I, the I, I best remember, day. Of I remember Christmas, the day it's because it's all the well, nightmare because, is over, and it's the Boxing Day Test match, which always starts. At the Melbourne Cricket Ground in Australia, so it starts about eleven thirty at what, night. Is it tennis? Yes, that's right. That's right. It starts eleven thirty at night. So I always stay Australia v South Africa this year. You're trying up. to explain why you stayed up till eleven thirty at night. Well, no, I said beyond that because it started at eleven thirty. Oh, you fucking rock and roller! Started. You rock so and roll. So obviously had some time to kill before then. <laughs> don't don't pretend you weren't glued. So I was like, to the Christ, set, the, hoping you'd oh, see me. Oh God, you know the. Endlessly slow time. Christmas Day, dragging my Boxing Day, dragging my get. Oh, what's the time? Scanning round the channels, not expecting you know much <laughs> to be honest. And finding and then all of a sudden I didn't, I couldn't know if I was hallucinating or not because I look at the TV and there's this person very close to your heart. They're wearing it. They're wearing a paisley shirt, like a bright blue <laughs> paisley shirt, right. You their, mean they're very, like, a very fashionable, very kind of fashionable guy, yeah. in about nineteen sixty-five. Very yeah. rock and roll. So it looks like retro, he, looks retro. Like he, yeah, it looks like he's you know. And I thought the caption had come up, you know, ex-member of Dave Dozy, <laughs> Beaky Mick and Titchener. No, no, ex-Stone, no. Stone yeah. alone. <laughs> Stone alone. <laughs> they, the, obviously, these documentary makers have pushed the boat out. Oh yeah, and they've got your old friend Mick Wall. <laughs> And I'm just looking at your face. It took a minute to... Because Qu- I'm quality, quality so items. used to looking at you over the years. It just sort of just was one took of those... Took a moment. It occupied that space between Wonderment reality and, and joy. Imagination. And then I realised you were talking on the TV and you were going on about heavy metal. Well, I wasn't going on about well, it. I was answering a series of very intelligent you, questions. Well, so, I thought I would, so anyway, thankfully, immediately after that, it cut to a commercial break. And it, and it said the name of the show, which was Britain's Greatest Rock Songs. Ever. Ever. No, Britain's Greatest Rock Songs. But unfortunately, the caption card on the TV said something different. It said Britain's Greatest Rock Hits. Oh. And that's when I thought there may be a bit of repurposing had gone on here <laughs> for, for Boxing Day, just to no. fill some hours no, on No, it's a brand new Channel thing we did. Five. We did a couple of months before Christmas. Oh, okay, so you, you will now tell us. This. But the, the greatest moment of all. So the, it's going through rock songs, so you get a bit of Thin Lizzy, and then Mick Wall comes on and talks about Thin Lizzy. There's a few other people on there. Claire Sturgis is on there, the DJ. And then there's some other 
DJ girl who stole my job on Radio One. Ooh. <laughs> well, she, she didn't. She, didn't she, seemed, she seemed very good. She was. She, I, I auditioned I enjoyed, for the same job that she got. I really enjoyed her contributions. They were very lucid. <laughs> There were a few other people. There no, were a few. I used to there was, enjoy her there on was the, radio the most horrible part of all. Friday night the most horrible part was this big face filled the screen. I mean, it filled the screen. This huge beard and grey hair and a grey beard. And I'm like, was it like Jerry Garcia or something? Oh, Jerry Ewing. Jerry Ewing, who yeah. I haven't seen for like donkeys. Well, years, when you say you know? grey hair, what you mean is nothing on top and like. No, just no he's got hair, and... isn't he? I think he's got hair. Have you ever heard of the phrase? Comb over. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a bit of a Bobby Sharp. It was certainly like that. And then he's the certainly beard, got a beard. The big beard. And he, oh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> fill in it or whatever. <laughs> Talking absolute nonsense. Yes. yes. And then, uh, it, yeah, your good self. And then a few sort of muso contributors. <clears throat> they built up to, uh, you know, they're going through the hits. So you get a bit of rainbow or something, you know, since you've been gone or something like that. And then you get Stargazer. You don't get Stargate. It's not that sort of show, you know. You get, you get, uh, get to uh, yeah, a bit of Iron Maiden, I think, you know. Probably, yeah. I, I, I honestly haven't watched it. And then you get the Ace of Spades. <laughs> this is my favourite bit <laughs> because they just cut to you for no reason. Uh, hang on, hang I on. Mean, hang you on. Were, they got, just I've cut to me for no yeah, reason. I've got no me. reason. You were on. You were on highly camp form. From start to finish, I, I like this to entertain was, this, the folks. This was your greatest moment. They 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 start the interesting, and they just cuts to you, and you go, mm, "Everybody loves Ace of Spades," <laughs> exactly like that. It was like listening to Kenneth Williams. I urge everyone to go onto the iPlayer and watch it. No, back. I I feel I feel the fact that you were up so late at night for you, <laughs> so past your bedtime, you were clearly hallucinating. Um, uh, what do you mean, for some and reason? St- and then you start going, yeah, for some reason, because then you start going, oh, well, yes, Lemmy said to me years later, and as Lemmy did this, <laughs> Lemmy and me did this, Lemmy That's and right. me did that. That's right, yes, because we Then did. it goes on to sort of Guns and Roses. Like, oh, no, here comes Guns and Roses. I know his horrible face is going to pop up again here. I didn't see the Guns N' Roses bit. Because uh, you go, you said, oh, yes, you had bands at the time. There were bands in the 1980s, you said, something like that. There, there were was, bands yeah, there in were, the 90s. There was Bon Jovi, there was Def Leppard. Yes. Yeah, but they were just like, you know, stuff yeah. that had come along before. And then this band came along and I could not believe <laughs> how amazing they were. It's true. Yeah. All true, and see. then you started trotting out your Guns and Roses stories, well familiar to every all <laughs> listeners of this podcast. No, 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 off the cuff magic. Previously, so tell us, so tell us how you came <laughs> to be involved with this <laughs> wonderful Boxing Day project that I had to watch. Well, thankfully, uh, the test match started before Guns and Roses. Started. Oh, that was Thank a life, God, and you were yeah. still awake. <laughs> <laughs> Then, yeah, then. Well, you know, John, it may come as a surprise to you, but I am regularly invited (laughs) onto stage, screen, radio, and online, I believe the kids call it, um, to offer my insights and warm first hand memories. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody loves Ace of Spades. (laughs) <laughs> That's what they need someone to say. I, it happens so often. I have a standard 
reply that I literally just paste now, which is along the lines of, um, I've streamlined it over the years because no one wants a long email. <clears throat> of course, I can't remember the exact words now, but it's it's along the lines of, yeah, it sounds great. Um, I've done a million of these, written, produced them, and guessed it. Uh, before you tell me how small your budget is, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. uh, how all... tight it is, yeah. uh, just as I used to tell people, yeah. um, I will not do it for less than plus expenses. Uh, if there's uh, any problem with this, I wish you well. Yeah. But I'm out. Yeah. So you sound like David Coverdale and then Simon Cowell. There you go. They're perfect. Yeah. Or yeah. more like dragons than we go, I'm out. I wish you well. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Um, and and of course, one or two are foolish enough to respond with it's a, the very words I've told them not to respond with. Well, they've gone. We've gone. I'll spend half the budget on Jerry Ewing. I'll spend half the budget. <laughs> In fairness, on this particular occasion, it was much more pleasant. The because uh, yeah, you were you had all these keyboards behind yeah. you. It's like you were on uh, backstage at some wonderful venue somewhere. That's right. It was a fantastic room in London that um, was now used as a studio, but it was very boutique. Yeah, it looked it. Yeah, very deliberately kind of old fashioned and wood paneling and very analog. Yeah, um, that's why you had that shirt. They probably. Did they buy you that shirt? No, they, no, I bought that shirt myself. Very expensive. You, you know. get it on Exes. Well, get it on Exes. free to those tax, that can afford tax it. Tax writer. Very expensive tax writer. to Mick those Wall, that tax can't. returns. TV shirt, 30 quid. No, yeah. I do have TV and tour attire. <laughs> well, when you're on so often. Yeah. Yeah. What do you need to wear on tour? Well, I can't keep wearing the same shirt. Bomber jacket, jeans. Bomber jacket? No. no. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. When I drag you on stage with me, hopefully sometime this year, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see about that. Yeah. But, um, no, they were, they were, they were. I've got a reply worked up. <laughs> I've done a million of these things. Unless you've got X amount. I wish you well, Michael. <laughs> Um, it was a very, very, uh, very nice writer-producer called Verity and um, genuine rock fan. She came to the Dio uh, premiere, which was actually the night before. I ended up doing two recordings for them, the night before the first You're going to be on again. Can no, no, what happened? There was clearly some dreadful error because um, I did this whole thing up in Camden at the MTV studios and they had one of those big screens behind me where you would be able to put your own images. You put pictures of you and Lemmy and stuff. And it completely fucked up. Uh, so I had to go back to this other place in London um, where instead of the screen, they contrived that weird area. Yeah, um, it was good. That was, it was very... But she was, she was really, really good. I was very impressed with her. She really does know her rock music. And... Um, the bit, the only bit I was a bit saddened by was I noticed because I, 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 I thought really, you said you hadn't seen it. I'm going to tell you if you just <laughs> so you're not giving me the space. You're now going to reveal your you have seen it. No, I've seen bits. Right, but here's what I saw on Twitter. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> when I was very ill, um, that guy John Robb. You know John Robb. I did, yeah, he was the, he was in it. John Robb was in it because they, they every now and again they did that thing where they lapse into something like the Clash, where you go. Yeah, but oh, they also had him stop. doing others. For instance, Thin Lizzy. 
Thin Lizzy. I didn't get to speak about Thin Lizzy. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, the world was denied well, your views on I just, Thin Lizzy. I'd just like to say, how often was John Let, hanging out with Phil and the boys? <laughs> Shall I tell you? Oh, Phil Linnett. Never. Phil Linnett, never. Phil, how many times did Phil Linnett offer John Rob heroin? <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did John Robb say yes yeah. and then goodbye to the yeah. next four years of his yeah. life? Yeah. Never. Never. <laughs> anyway, John Robb posts something. And he, I've got nothing against John Robb, by the way. Um, but someone did this whole thing. Oh, John, thank you for the lovely words you said about Phil Liner and Thin Lizzy. I'm going, What? what? So, what? So I, the man who in sounds would have dismissed absolutely Phil Linus. Yes, because he's reviewing the membranes or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or the what the the anti nowhere league, <laughs> and it's still got the hair. It's got the hair. Sort of a Dave. So Ling. We, we say we've got nothing against John Rob, but we sort of have. No, no, no. He's yeah. a lovely man. Lovely man. Um. Anyway, so I, I put the thing up on the telly to see. I'm thinking, I, hang on. But what about what I did on Thin Lizzy? Oh, well, I think yeah, I who knew. I think them. the truth is that you've been on so many times. <laughs> they thought it's just going to be a show with Mick Wall to occasionally. You counter, say that like occasionally that's a bad counterpointed thing. by Jerry Ewing and Claire Sturgis, who stole your job. Mm, yeah, she did. Yeah, I'm not bitter. <laughs> it was thirty but years it was ago. Only, it was only, Some of us don't forget. It was only thirty. It feels 33, like Thirty-three. Thirty-three like years this year. Thirty-three and a She's third. She's still doing very well. I see. On the, she still seems to be on the radio. Oh, does she? I yeah. I, I never hear yeah, her. It seems to be doing. I very thought well. perhaps she'd retired. <laughs> I thought fucking hell. I thought she was dead. You know, but there she was. Just a joke. John gets nervous when I say things like that. I, I'm not the, lawyers, not. the lawyers, the lawyers. Oh, joke. It's a joke. Just a I love Claire. Um, She's a very nice person. I, I know she is. Yeah, I assume, think? anyway. Many people that have told me that. Um, anyway, so I, I, I get the thing up. Where's me? Where's me? No me. Well, this is just the Thin Lizzy yeah. bit, because you were no, on every other bit. Well, not every other bit, but know me, know me on Thin Lizzy. You weren't, oh, you weren't on The Clash or something? No, that's wants, all right, I don't mind he that. He wants to be on that. Especially when the first and Mick Jerry Jones Ewing's you think ow, of ow, is the ow, other. Ow, 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 Jerry Ewing's bits. Ow, 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 it's Pink Floyd. <sighs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so no, no Thin Lizzy. And I distinctly remember... They're only talking about, what song do you think they were talking about? Boys are back in town. Of course, yeah. So it wasn't. But I think I did my whole Thin Lizzy thing at that first interview. Oh, that's why they cut it out. Yeah. In fairness, I was always. That's what they told your agent. (laughs) I'm always in a hurry to leave. And I remember on both occasions, she was going, if only you could stay another half an hour. There's so much more to do. And I'm like, yeah. I'm on a mercilessly tight budget here. It also says in the email, I will not be there for more than an hour. Whatever the circumstance. In fact, if I'm if I'm in the middle of a word, I'll stop saying that word. That's right, because yeah. I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, listen. We must move on. Oh, you're there. We must move on. I don't know if what you're aware, but we're boxing day we're actually uh, we're actually recording this. Right um, now, something. Oh, before we get on to the other item, just quickly. Speaking of greatest rock ever. Yeah. Um, have you? Well, I know you have. Um, Because I sent it to you. But 
I was, somebody sent me, one of our regular callers, John, and readers, <laughs> sent me a video for the Steel Panther song. Yes, it's, it's 1987. Still, yes. Isn't it? What it's a year. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It is amazing. It's a brilliant it song. Yes, it is very good. Because it's it's got the right elements of nostalgia and sadness for a lost time. Yeah, it really... Yeah, it does. It does because it it touches on all of those those people and things that were happening at the time. And and the opening line, I haven't got the opening line, but it's something like you know, appetite for destruction came and blew my mind, or something like that. He's a good singer, that guy. It talks about Coverdale and Tawny, just fantastic song. But it was weird. I sent it to you, and you had the same reaction I had, where you said it made me feel a bit sad. Yeah, it did me too. Yeah. Because you go, oh, my God, they were great days. Yeah, and it was a long time ago. It was a fucking long time ago. And yet the Panther guys are still pulling it off. Because they were all those guys who were in bands around that time, you know. They can't Um, be that old, They are, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, Michael Starr, the singer, yeah. How old's he? He, Michael Starr? Yeah. Fantastic. He's a contemporary of all those people, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Really? Yes. He doesn't look old enough. Well, no, but it's because you look old. and everyone else does. <laughs> No, 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 no. People are often shocked when I tell them how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't believe, literally do. 45? <laughs> They're shocked. That's your stage age, as they say. That's my stage age. Stage age, darling. Yeah. You can't yeah. knock that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so, so, so the video's amazing. Very good. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, go and look at it right now on YouTube, but stream the song. I mean, yeah. I, I actually really like Steel Panther's songs. They do. I like the one. But, I like t- the one about Tiger Woods is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I think, is next level. So there's a great line in that: "Tell the wife you're golfing nights." <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's a very funny song. I don't suppose Tiger thinks it's that funny, but I did. I think they are probably my favourite rock band in the yeah. world. Well, today. if you've ever seen... I thought it was worth seeing on YouTube is before they were um, Steel Panther, they used to do this thing called Metal Shop in LA. And it was something like every Thursday night. And they would play covers of, of classic, you know, that dun, era dun, 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 so it was dun, yeah so it was like round and round and photograph and all that stuff and not only is the i mean the guitarist is brilliant because yeah. he can do all that stuff 
the singer he does i mean he does coverdale he does rat he does you know he does all of them brilliantly i mean it's it's worth checking out and live as well really really good singer really good singer yeah i think they are definitely because like all great comedy or great satire or whatever you might want to call it it works best it's like, you know, they say the Irish tell the best Irish jokes. Yes, yeah. you have to be on the inside. It's an inside You have to be thing. an insider yeah. thing. Yeah. They actually are those people. Yeah, they a are. A bit of them they, are yeah. those people. Yeah, that's right. They were but those they're were and are smart those enough to... Well, it's only now... I mean, they're sort of having their sort of fifth bite of the cherry, really, aren't they? And uh, here come the dogs. Yeah, okay, so... The wolves. Yeah, the, the, the current Mrs. Wall, I believe, has... Her chariot has just alighted outside. So I'm just going to pause this for one second, John. Did you press play? Due to, the, due to the, 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 the wonders of modern technical advancement, the yeah. current Mrs. Wall is now in and the She's dogs She's in the dead. building. Yeah, She's in the, the building, yeah. Anyway, John, you were saying... Steel Panther effectively are having their cake and eating it, aren't they? They're, they're being rock stars while parodying the state of being rock stars which is a great I mean, get it's out like, clause it's like, i am ironically shagging this groupie you know? <laughs> i am ironically, I'm ironically snorting cocaine yeah, off the off bare bottom <laughs> of a stripper I, from yeah. the from the from the uh what was it called the mud club no, was it oh yeah, the tropicana tropicana yeah i am yeah i am ironically taking this huge check <laughs> to my accountant <laughs> But no, they're brilliant. I mean, fair play to them because they do it in their spirit of it, it's funny. They're sending it up. It's the whole, you know, what's wrong with being sexy thing. It's that, but turned into a band. You know? Yeah. I, I, when will the movie be? Or when will the They should do the a Netflix, movie, shouldn't they? Actually, the Netflix they should, reality they should show. Do a, they should do a... Uh, they could do like a monkeys. Yeah, they, they should do a film. They, they're probably actually better at that than... Because the albums are great, but then... I mean, they're not... No, you less, need the... You don't necessarily want to keep listening to them, but they're great live because they're funny, and especially if they come on at a festival. I'm, I'm, I bet people have come to them because if you think of, um, uh, what was it called? You know, the Michael Myers um, parody. Oh, Austin Powers. No, no, the rock thing he did. You know, with the Dave Ling character. Oh, yeah, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Yeah. Yeah. That always used that's to remind me of da- Jerry Ewing and Dave Ling, not, actually. Dave Ling. I think it fucking is. Back when he had hair, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, I'm sure they should with, do. They should do a film, with, but with, it's coming up with the right frame for it. You know, mm. it's, it's working out. Well, there's our next job, John. Yeah, we could do that. We I could, could do that. Ten minutes. I'm very experienced. Well, actually, that's true, isn't it? You are, these got, days you're known as no, a script yeah, doctor. Now, yeah, now I've got my IMDb credits. Have you? Oh yeah, I'm on that. Have you? Check me out. Yeah. And what's that? I am. What's that? I'm a div. What's that? <sighs> you don't know, do you? No. I don't <laughs> Internet movie database. Yeah, oh, is that what it is? I don't know. That's a wild guess, isn't it? Whatever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right, so uh, moving on. Are we moving on? Yeah, check, go on. check out 1987 by Steel Panther. Uh, it came out at the end of last year, but it is already the song of 2023. It is. It is. Now, another item came up, which we're going to delve into here. Uh, again, before Christmas, before I came down with severe, severe flu, yeah. and John was too busy writing his scripts and having 
script conferences. <laughs> oh, I can't make Monday. I'm in a script yeah. meeting. Oh, did I and mention? It might, and it might spill over yeah. into the next day. No, I never said that. Yes, you did. Piss off. I'll, I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> Let me just check. Oh, Simon, are we spilling over? Because I, I might have something to do the next day. No, nothing important. No. <laughs> so bitter. God, no. God, no. Right. So um, a, a list of uh, groups, rock groups, that were banned in the Soviet Union Ooh, has, has surfaced. Yeah. I saw this on Twitter, yeah. In fact, I think I sent it to you. Because you it was, may have Because it was amusing. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Uh, I was just looking at some of them. And it lists the bands, and then it lists the official reason <laughs> they why they banned. weren't allowed to be yeah. played. They were why they were banned. Yeah. yeah. So some some make a certain amount of sense. Like Black Sabbath, the reason was violence and religious obscurantism. Yes, which I think we can all agree. We with. can all agree because they on. probably phoned up Tony Amy and said, "Tony, are you a Satanist?" And he just went, oh, I, can't I don't know. I can't I don't talk know. about that." Yeah. I don't I even know what that is. I can't. Uh, oh, maybe Geezer. Oh, Geezer. Yeah, Geezer's got a great yeah. brain. Maybe Geezer said something about it. I don't know. <laughs> I love this one. Nazareth. We were talking about Nazareth yeah, on yeah, a recent right. pod. Yeah. I'm a bad, bad boy. Yeah. Well, now we know why he was a bad, bad boy. Because in the Soviet Union, they were banned for violence, religious mysticism, oh, yeah. and sadism. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they get yeah. that from? I don't know. I mean, but they probably had a song that once translated <laughs> into Russian implied some sort of you know, I, I don't know, I, sexual deviance. I, yes, I achieve, I achieve sexual satisfaction from beating the shit out of you or whipping yeah. you. Or, yeah, something. that's fair enough. Um, Pink Floyd yeah. interfering. With the foreign policy of the USSR, yeah, in brackets, Afghanistan. Yeah, well, that's true, isn't it? Is it? Well, Roger Waters, he's always going on about it, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't know, is he? I mean, The Wall came out in 1980. They only did one more album after that with Roger, didn't they? Waters would have said something about it. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And he'd have been yeah. on the record. Yeah. Kiss. Kiss. Well, they're right, rightly been. Until, at least until the Moscow Peace Festival. <laughs> they weren't at that. Well, well now well, we're Doc didn't manage them in those gonna, days. Now we're going to hear the it, Now, if Doc had managed them yeah. in those days, they'd yeah. have been top of the bill. And with Pyro. Um, now, they were banned in the Soviet Union for nationalism yeah. and violence. Yes. Both wow, of those things. Definitely. Both of them. I mean, nationalism, definitely, because they're always going on about Detroit Rock City. USA, rock and roll capital of the world. That's yeah. nationalist. Yes. That is that, that is, is aggressively. It, aggressively so. Yeah. But and if, the... you, if you're in the USSR, what are you going to think about all the flag waving and all the rest of it? You're going to ban them. I would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love this one, Crocus. Yes, Crocus. <laughs> you know, you're formulating Soviet foreign policy. You immediately think of Crocus. Crocus. I do. Long stick goes boom. What I what I like is they've spelt crocus with a C. Yeah, <laughs> as in the flower. <laughs> and they were banned for violence yes. and cult of personality. Yeah, well, I mean... Mark Starachi. Mark Starachi, the big Malteser. He, 
He's, I mean, he was a character. He was a character. You've got to say. I once went he was on... One, he was once in a band called T. T? Yeah, T-E-A-T, yeah. Says it all, really. Yeah. Well, there's your... There's your uh, there's your cult of personality cult right personality, there. Yeah. Personality, yeah, you see? exactly. Actuality. Yeah. Well, we talked before. I think I'm sure we talked before on the pod. There was wasn't there supposed to be a fight between Twisted Sister and Crocus? Or oh, I know oh, Def Leppard and Crocus maybe. What? Were they were they not on tour or something? And they were there was going to be a, definitely going to be a fight because Joe Elliott was going about how. <laughs> Mark Starachi would hang around in like a sort of blue son shirt with his arm leaning in a door <laughs> talking talking trash. I'm sure that's true. Uh, I've definitely I've definitely Well the last time last time you were on this pod correctly. telling me one hundred percent something yeah, we, was definitely had, true. You then it. rang me later and begged me not to put so it out so you don't get out. sued. Because yeah. it turned out you were Mistake. I'd mis misread something in the actuality. In my haste, the actuality differed yes. from the version you absolutely one hundred percent swore by. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I once went on the road with Crocus in my sounds days, just yeah. for like two shows. And um, did your long stick go boom? It did a little bit. Yeah, um, I it would. But I remember on the drive to the second show, <clears throat> I'm with Starachi and. PR people, whatever. And we stop at this, in the middle of nowhere, this sort of country pub, but quite posh, sort of like a mini castle sort of thing. I don't yeah. know what it was. And uh, and we go in, and they're like, oh, oh, are you... Uh, are you uh, um... Rock stars? Yeah, they didn't say rock stars, but it was like, are you... Are you with the festival? Yes, yeah, exactly, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And he and Mark goes because although he was Swiss, he had kind of an American. No, no he was he was Maltese. He was Maltese. Oh was yeah, Maltese only rock yeah. star. The rest yeah. of them were Swiss, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, because he was Maltese slash Swiss. Yeah, and he had a kind of cod American accent that he got from yes, sort of yes. Kiss live albums. Yes. Oh, international. Oh, hang on. oh hang on. my got, god. Oh yeah. Like press pause. So I'm just going to record stage. you taking this script call. Hello? Yeah, we had to pause there briefly while John took a phone call. International power call. An international power call. It was weird because I, I don't know who that was, but I could hear their voice. It's the estate agent. Well, it sounded like Jerry Ewing. Ah, John, mate, all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. it's only yeah. the estate agent. Yeah, prog rock, mate. Yeah, look at my beard. <laughs> so, yes, so we go into this establishment in the middle of nowhere, uh, sort of place you'd imagine a suit of armour, you know. And they sort of go, are you with the, you know, the, the show, or the, whatever. The, with the, show. the festival. The, the touring show. Yeah. No, they didn't say that because he, they were like, you know, the museum or something. And he went, yeah, we are like a traveling circus. <laughs> we bring, we bring joy to people's lives. We are travelers. And I'm going, fuck's sake, just get a pint in, yeah, mate, you know. Yeah. Get a pint in. But that's Starachi. See, that's what Joe Elliott thought. That's why he wanted to fight him. That's Joe Starachi. Elliott wanted to fight, fight Mark. I'm sure he did. Well, you look, you're Joe's friend. Why don't you ask him? No, I'm not going to see him. You ask him. Don't push me into the Elliott corner where there could be a Starachi opportunity awaiting well, you could, me. Maybe you're the one to bring them together after all these years. <laughs> Joe and Mark. Yeah, back together. You've heard Mark. of Page and Plant. Yeah. Now comes Elliot Starachi. Yeah. Could yeah. be like the, the two tenors. Yeah, the two fivers. 
It's a two ninety nine p. Yeah, special yeah. offer. Very good. Right, so back to the our list. Um, the our list, list, our list, which we're going to return to. Um, uh, so, ACDC. Yeah, quite rightly banned. Um, Neo fascism. That's what you were on that. That's what you were on the Channel Five talking about. Bon Neo fascism. Bon Scott. Oh. Yeah, but neo-fascism. Well, whole lot of Rosie. I don't know. You think about it. I mean, what <laughs> year was this? We don't know what year it was, do we? Okay. Well, I think you can say a lot of things about ACDC, yeah. but neo-fascism. Yeah, I've got to tell you. I mean, let's put this in perspective. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh yeah, violence. Yeah, yeah. So well, they're all violence. Every one of those bands is listed as violent. Yes. You know. Some... Well, no. There's there's. Um... Uh, Donna Summer is listed as eroticism. <laughs> yeah. And and this is funny. Tina Turner, yeah. her reason for being banned was sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's undeniable. Van Halen, here's yeah, a good one. On. This one I can almost see. Van Halen banned for anti-Soviet propaganda. Yeah, well, again, Van Halen always... All-American band. All-American band, aren't they, you know? So. Here's a good one. Julio Iglesias, yeah. neo-fascism. Yeah, well, I'm in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> feelings, yeah. neo-fascist yeah. feelings. Exactly, yeah. Down with the Soviets. Oh, well, we, were all, we were all anti the Soviets in those days. That's what we've got to remember. <laughs> we were. Um. Uh, 10cc. Yeah. I'm not in love. Sexual references. Neo fascism. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. The things we do for love. Yeah. The things we do to be fascists. So, what do you make of all that? Well, I mean, there's well, many I, okay, more. Let me, let me tell you. Right. Oh, one last one, last one. Judas Priest. Yeah. Homosexuality. Funny enough, no. Judas Priest, anti-communism and racism. Oh, that's racism. ridiculous. Racism. I mean, if it was at the point where Rob was out of the closet, you can understand, yeah, well, the Soviet Union would have probably said something about that. But Well, this is obviously the Racism. 80s. The Soviet Union was gone by the 90s. But this is oh, the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Racism. Yeah. Living after midnight. Uh, some horrible racial epithet to yeah, come. Yeah, it didn't happen. Well, what are they talking didn't about? Happen. They talking say, about? I can offer some perspective on this. Oh, can you? Because as a doctor of Russian history, many years ago, and not that long ago, many years ago, my friend Dante Benuto. Oh, yes. phoned me up. He yes. said, "Would you like to come interview a band I've got? Their name is Ramstein." Ah, okay, speaking right. of neo-fascists. Yeah, neo-fascists <laughs> from behind the Iron Curtain. And so it was when they first came over, I saw them at the Brixton Academy, which was a very good, very amusing show, and uh, did an interview with them. And it had to be done through a translator because they are all from East, the, the former East right, Germany. Right. So though Germany had been unified for a long time, they hadn't grown up hearing English speak like a lot of what were West Germans, people were on the west side of the wall, obviously grew up around English culture quite a bit. And, and American them, culture. And yeah, were taught it in schools and so like, didn't happen in East Germany. So they did interviews through a translator and the singer 
didn't do interviews rather fantastically <laughs> to talk to the other guys. But I was trying to sort of find some common ground with them. We talked about what it was like behind the Iron Curtain, you know, growing up. And they said when they first formed, they decided they wanted to be a heavy metal band. <laughs> they said that they had to go before a committee and play. And they said the committee decided what sort of band you were and where you were allowed to play. So they, said they went before this committee and played and got categorised and then told where and when they could play, which was basically nowhere. <laughs> and he goes, but they couldn't work out with that because they said, we thought we were like really, because we couldn't get any records, couldn't get any proper right. records. So we thought we sounded like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and all these names we'd heard. We said, but when they finally like managed to uh, f- smuggle a few records in and they heard Judas Priest, they were like, my God, we don't sound anything like this. You know? <laughs> so, so it was quite funny, but I think that is probably sort of a bit of what's happening here you know you had this politburo style organization categorizing music and who was allowed to listen to it and so on and so forth yeah no absolutely and they would have taken all the money as well you know well i mean you know they wouldn't have let those bands in in the first place and i suppose there was a box ticking exercise in so because i remember when the when the famous moscow peace festival mm. did happen mm. it was kind of a big deal wasn't it because it was sort of only someone like dire straits or something had ever been to russia before then i don't think even they had maybe yeah. they had i don't know but yeah very 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 few I was there. Of course, yeah, of course you were. You were one of the first people. You weren't on the band list. <laughs> I was afterwards, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the back of a Zill yeah. limousine. Don't let that little jerk. With back John in Bon Jovi. JBJ. Cruising round Red Square. Yeah. Pontificating on life. Yeah. Actually, thinking about it, weren't Uriah Heep the first band to go there? Probably. So I remember them doing a Kerrang story, and it was not like, I think Wendy Henderson went. With Ray Palmer. Oh, really? I remember that. that the, yeah. the dream team. The dream team. The only people. If you happen to be a band well, like, on the bottom you know, run, well, like, Wendy and Ray will be there. Do you want to go to LA or do you want to go behind the Iron Curtain with Uriah <laughs> Heap? Oh, I'll, I think I'll just go back to LA, please. <laughs> yeah, I turned down that gig behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't even know about it. But it was probably, a, I mean, in retrospect, what, what an experience to have. Mm. Mm. Back in the days when it was the Iron Curtain. Yeah, well, listen, I was there. I was there, you see, John. I was there. I don't know if you heard me. I was there. You were there. When was it? 1987? 89. Doc working out his penance. August 89. I just watched that on Netflix. I just watched that Bernie Madoff. Oh, is it good? Because I saw the movie with Robert De Niro. For some reason, I just kept thinking of Tom. No, 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 no. That was no. good. It was interesting, yeah, yeah. All right, and on that bombshell, we're going to leave it there for now, John. Um, Thank you very much, listeners. Oh, they're listeners now, are readers. they? They're not callers, callers. or readers. Well, call I'll tell you what, if you want to call in next time, <laughs> Nick's number is 07... 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How do I stop this, Fern? <laughs>